And now, welcome to the Just the West podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and I actually have not one but two guests for this podcast on the off season. I have my boy T up. T up, are you right here? Bow, bow, bow. We out here, and then I actually have another special guest. First time on the pod. Royden Del Rosario. What's up, what's up, y'all? Hey, uh, what would be your AKA, Royden? I just call me Roy Boy. Roy Boy? Okay. No, Roy, classic. classic. Roy Boy and T up right here. So uh, for those that saw the Super Bowl, which, which is like everyone, um, I haven't done a podcast since then. It was the Rams against the Patriots. And arguably, that was like one of the worst Super Bowls I've watched the last couple of years. Um, I feel that we've been spoiled the last couple of years in terms of drama, but... Uh, yeah, man. The Rams were, they felt a tidbit short. No touchdowns. The Patriots won their sixth championship. And that's all she wrote. Uh, tee up any thoughts about that game? I mean, the Super Bowl and all. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it was ages ago pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I guess kudos to Tom Brady. I mean, he, I he, guess. he, he picked apart that uh, the Rams defense and... Um, I guess it brings us here. We're, we're in the combine and uh, happy to be back. Yeah, I mean, for sure. The thing that makes it real interesting about this per se, and we could talk a little bit more in detail about the Rams offseason, but uh, they were all in on this season. Honestly, they traded for Brandon Cooks. They got Ndamukong Sue, Marcus Peters. And so they have a lot of things ahead of them in regards to their offseason for things to address. But uh, having said that, we're officially in the offseason. Free agency starts on March 13th, March, March 14th. So we're kind of in a gray period right now. I think the only thing that teams can really do, per se, would be to re-sign their own players, uh, trade for players, whether it's Antonio Brown or Odell Beckham. But there's that. And then there's the combine right now. So day two of the combine out of four days at the combine. Day one, day one. Is it day one? Okay, all right. Day Conclusion w- of, the, yes, and then going on day two. Okay. And just to make things a little bit interesting in regards to, like, the NFC West right now, I mean, did you see DK Metcalf? Did you see him run his 40? Did I? It's it's all over social media. So it's like, he, like a 4-3-1? Four, yeah, 4-3-1, body fat. Yeah. Two thirty-five. He specimen for sure. I know. I compare him to like a Calvin Johnson type, but he has the speed of, let's say, I don't know. Yeah, who's a? I mean, he beat out. No, he was faster than Julio Jones, right? Yeah, Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson. uh, Who else did he get? Uh, ODB. Yeah. And he's like, wait, he's fucking six three. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, having said that, obviously, everyone's talking about him right now. I think right now he was like, all right, going into the combine, going into all this, I think he was like a top 15, top 20 prospect. Like, the wide receiver's position as a whole and going into this combine was kind of weak, honestly. But, like, right now, I mean, shit, he might be top five. So, which top five team would need, who needs a wide receiver right now? I mean, it really depends. All right, so from what I've heard, I mean, obviously, Cardinals are number one, Niners are number two on the draft. Um, you know, you could, you could say the Raiders. By the way, uh, Rory Boy is a Raiders fan. I would definitely be down for that. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders are top five as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't phase me, by the way, since I, I know, I mean, rest in peace, Al Davis, but I know that the Raiders would love some speed. Yes, they love definitely. a receiver, something electrifying in Vegas. 
But uh, I don't know, man. Let's, let's just see how that all goes down. So I, I just looked it up. The top seven teams, it goes. Yeah, go for it. Cardinals, Niners, Jets, Raiders. Raiders four, okay. Bucks, Giants, Jaguars. I, I mean. See, I can see the Jets going for receiver as well. Jets. Because they already have Darnold, right? They have Darnold. Yeah. He needs a weapon. They of have course, a, the Raiders, too. They haven't mocked Quinn and Williams, I guess. I mean, that well, I think the first the few rush? picks are a pass rusher or quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Cardinals, I don't know. I see him going first quarterback, Kyler Murray. Well, here's the thing about the Cardinals right now. They're in a very interesting position because they obviously they have a new head coach. His name is Cliff Kingsbury from Texas Tech. And he coached Kyler Murray. He did coach Kyler Murray. He loves them. I think he's going to trade him or trade Rosen. There's already that news where uh, I think was it the Redskins that's a, that's a inquiring about about Rosen. So the funny thing about that, I think, yeah, it was the general manager of the Cardinals, Steve Klein. He was asked about Josh Rosen. He said, you know what, he's our quarterback now. Dot mm-hmm. dot dot. Like you know, he's like as of now, he's our quarterback. But that's the right thing to say. As the owner. You have I mean, technically, he's correct. As of right now, he's our quarterback. But then the thing that makes it interesting is Cliff Kingsbury has said on record, prior to, to him going with the Cardinals, he'd be like, man, like, if it were up to me, like, he would be my guy. Right, right. He would if, be my guy. If yeah. I had the number one pick in the draft, I would no doubt draft Kyler. Kyler Murray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I heard that, and, too. And lo and behold, obviously, they have the number one pick, so they totally could do it, right? And so the thing that makes this really interesting for the... NFL drafts, let alone the top 10 picks, which is the Niners and the Cardinals, is, I mean, shoot, with Kyler really now back in the mix, because, I mean, he obviously he was like committed to the Oakland A's and baseball, and now he's in the combine, he's doing, doing his thing right now, he's committed to football. So that makes things a lot more interesting because you have Haskins as a quarterback prospect, you have him, you have Metcalf now like emerging mm-hmm. as a top five pick, and so... Well, let's put it out there. So right now, the Cardinals are number one. I guess it's interesting. All right, this is my take. I yeah. guess it's interesting that Kyler Murray, he chose not to, you know, participate in, in, in the combine. Right. But he's going to do his whole pro, his pro day thing, which is, you know, it'll probably be several weeks after. Well, with the pro day, it's scripted, so they can, you know, they can show off all his good attributes. True. But in the combine, you're doing what the NFL, the, the, they're, you know, they're, what you say, um... Like what they're what, what they're looking program. for. Their yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. They perform their program. It's kind of like on the road per se versus like when you're at your school with your people and all that. You know the field. Mm-hmm, you, you know mm-hmm. you can pick the receivers that you, you throw to yeah. and all that shit. You know. Kind of reminds me of like you know how Manziel did his whole spiel where he put his helmet on and he was throwing good in it. You know. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Looks super good. All right, like in in your home turf, you know. Darnold did the same thing. He did do the same thing. Yeah, that's right. It worked out. Yeah, it worked out for him. So I feel like that's the right move to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Kyler only did the measurement. Did he do? I'm not sure if he did like the jump or the forty. I mean, I'll have to look that up. No, no. Yeah, I think I I would look that up, but I don't think I didn't see his name at all today. So here's the interesting thing about Kyler Murray as a quarterback. I mean, not too long ago, several years back, there was an article off the Athletic. Charlie Ward was the guy that got interviewed. And obviously, you know him. He, he won the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great quarterback in college. Mm-hmm. He ended up, I mean, basketball. multi-talented athlete. Mm-hmm. He played for the Knicks. Like, you know, he played, played in the pros. Nonetheless, he was a baller. But he said that he's rooting for Kyler Murray because he said that, like, for him as a prospect, it was not a dream to pursue an NFL career because 
you know, he's short. He's a shorter quarterback, but you've seen, obviously, you've seen Russell Wilson, you've seen some other quarterback, Drew Brees, emerge and show that, hey, you know, height, obviously, you would love a, like a 6'3", 6'4", quarterback, but it's not a game breaker. And a lot of people right now, they're very intrigued about Kyler Murray. Right now, what is he, 5'10", 5'11"? 5'10". They budgeted him by 5'10 and 1'8", I think. Okay. So 5'10 and 1'8". So he's not... I don't know. What's the difference between 5'9 and a 5'10"? Why would that be a big difference? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. As, to draft him. His comparable was, uh, they said, uh, Russell Wilson. Right. So same height. And here's the thing, too. Just last year, with the number one pick, the Browns took... I mean, shoot. Buddy Mayfield, right? Mm-hmm. Mayfield is around the same height as well, right? He's an undersized quarterback, and obviously he, he did well. I know it's a passing league. Things are changing. Um, so it does make things kind of interesting if you look at how teams evaluate quarterbacks now versus before. Like You have a little bit more optimism for these type of prospects because you've seen that time and time again right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like Height, obviously, it is important, but it's not everything, you know? Yeah. So, do you see do you see Arizona taking them? I definitely see them taking them. Yeah, I think it's a definite. If it's possible. your guy, you take your guy. It's gonna be really interesting for me. Then you can run the plays that you want to run with that his mobility. You can run this option read. You can do all that. Just jet sweeps and with him, you know, fake the run. So that kind of offense, I think that's what's trendy right now. So right. I'll try to draft him for that. I mean, uh, I mean, for the reference, Kingsbury is a spread offense head coach Mm -hmm. right four wide receivers he's not Sean McVay he's not Kyle Shanahan he doesn't do shit under center he loves the spread offense right and Kyler Murray would would be perfect for them but I mean obviously you know not necessarily they have the talent for it but the scheme that would be the fit that would be the fit there's still too much time for the NFL draft because you know know, right we're getting to the combine there's a whole bunch of other shit right now but not till April Food for thought, because I'll, I'll say this: the Cardinals, they they haven't really, they've been kind of gray on it. They've they've acknowledged Kyler Murray. They said he's a talented player, but they haven't really commented on it. So, but I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I, a, you you can't talk about it too early, especially you know it's probably, it could be all smoke too. Right. Yeah, I don't be, know. Yeah. Just to put it out there, right? It's a good thought though, because I mean, uh, Cliffs past comments now going into the combine Kyler's kind of checking off all those boxes right and I'm sure it's bringing a lot of attention to uh, you know the entire league it kind of reminds me like a couple years back like at the time remember Ezekiel Elliott as a as a prospect right like everyone knew that hey drafting a running back that high like that's not the thing to do but then you heard like the last couple weeks like hey like the Cowboys they might actually do it like they might actually do it like for real and they did do it. They, they got in the first round, fourth overall pick. Same thing with the Jaguars. Um, I mean, you know, these are luxury picks per se, but it wouldn't be the first time that... But now it's kind of back in now. You see the Giants, they did Saquon Barkley like with the early second well, second pick. Yeah. So I think it's it's just perception. And it, if the player is talented enough, you take that player. Right. And, and if, it, if, it, if it fits in your system, if he fits in your system, you got to go for it. And let's just say this. I mean, whether it's Kyler Murray... Or Metcalf, like, uh, you know, these aren't convenient picks. Like, you know, there's draft need versus, like, best overall talent, right? Yes. The Cardinals, I mean, they they spent a top 10 pick to get Josh Rosen, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, obviously, like, if that were to happen, they're going to trade him away. You won't get the same value. 
What do you think they'd get back? They'd probably get a late first rounder? I don't know. I think it's like a mid-round pick at that. Usually it's not apples to apples with, with these type of things, you know? But the sample size is too small to say. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, you pick. would sell... I think you should, I think you, you would get like an early second, late first round. I don't think so. Because here, here's the thing, though. For Josh Rosen, like, that second half, he regressed. Like, that team as a whole did not play well. Josh, I mean, it's not all his fault. But that's a team, mm-hmm. I think. Mean, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Josh Rosen didn't do so hot with the Cardinals to end the season. And so it, it's kind of hard to trade and get that same type of value, though. I know he's a top 10 pick, but, yeah. you know. You can really assess the way he performed, though, with that team. He wasn't really given a chance to, you know, he didn't have the talent. And the way he, they executed the offense, it just didn't look good for him that year. The so whole line wasn't good. Yeah. He, he had no receivers. It was a really weird year for the Cardinals. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Byron Leftwich was the offensive coordinator. For the second half of the, the year. Prior to that, it was he. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. He gets fired. First year coach, Steve Wilkes, and he gets fired after his first year. David Johnson gets hurt, right? Did he get hurt earlier in the year? Got hurt earlier in the mm-hmm. year. But then they didn't really utilize him too much anyways, you know what I mean, I'm saying? Should have, so. He should have been the focal point, you know, run screen passes, dump offs. That's what they should have done with Josh Rosen, you know, give him the easy passes. Yeah. But they didn't really have a wide receiver or a go-to tight end. They were hard to watch offensively, man. Like, And it showed, like, towards the end of the year, like, uh, Josh Rosen, like, all his bad habits that he had in college. So, for example, like, throwing poor passes to the field, um, you know, under pressure, uh, crunch time. He he wasn't able to deliver. And all those bad habits kind of came back towards – you know the tail end of that season, so uh, I don't know. That's a that's a tough position to be in, especially if you have the number one pick and the new brand new head coach has the opportunity to get his the guy, guy that hit you know his guy to it's, fit his system. It's I mean, kind of weird in that sense, kind of like the Raiders with John Gruden and um, Reggie McKenzie, because Reggie McKenzie was from the old era. He was the general manager, and obviously John Gruden didn't like his picks, right? Mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Klein, he's been with the Cardinals for like the last couple of years, and obviously he co-signed on Josh Rosen. So if Cliff Kingsbury really doesn't, uh, you, you know, what I'm saying there's kind of a, it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird type of vibe to it because obviously if they were to trade Josh Rosen and go another way, um, I won't necessarily say it regresses the franchise, but you know, back-to-back picks on a quarterback in the first round, that's, that's a like, that's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow, though, you know. Yeah, I feel bad. If you're you're the head coach of the team, you want to get your players. You want to you know make it your team. So you take the player that you want to take. I mean, right. it's your job on the line. They already fired one guy after one year. So if you're gonna risk it all, hey, they're gonna get fired. After, if you're gonna get fired after one year, you take your guy, and that's Kyler Murray. From Oakland, age to potentially first overall pick in the NFL draft. I mean, that is that is crazy. Mm-hmm. You gotta take you gotta take the money, man. Money for first rounder way more than playing in the minor leagues. You don't want to do that. Yeah, it's a different lifestyle. Yeah. So honestly, like the biggest winner out of this, then to have these Kyler Murray rumors to the Cardinals would be the Niners. They're the big winner for that, right? So who do Niners take? I mean, everyone's saying Nick Bosa, right? Yeah, that's don't overthink it. <laughs> like that would. Be I mean, it's best yeah, case number two. Scenario. It's supposed to be. But he's the number one player. If, if the Cardinals do take Kyler Murray, I mean, it's pretty, like, the writing's on the wall, like, who they should take at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It does make you... Well, here, all right, here's the thing. If you're the Niners and you only have six draft picks going into this year, 
to this draft, they have the fewest draft picks, like Adam, most teams. They only have six, six draft picks, right? Let's just say, like, you get a King's Ransom type of ordeal, like multiple mid-round picks, second-round picks, features, or whatever, because, like, you know, the second overall pick is pretty much like the first pick. You get the best defensive player. Mm-hmm. I mean... Would you trade down? I don't know. I think no. I think you take the pick. Yeah, it's too valuable. Like, um, you know, it was pretty obvious. Like, the Niners had a lot of holes in in their roster last year that yeah. they need to address. And having this um, second pick in the draft, especially with the talent that we need to address, the pass rush. It. I don't see any situation where they trade down. All right. Conversely, let's just say that the Cardinals they don't draft Murray. Even though that would be super dope, let's just say they do draft most of like supposedly like they're supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, Josh Allen, you have polite, you have a couple pass rushers that are in the mix, but I'm I'm not too sold on them as like the number two overall in the draft. I mean, the guy from Michigan, uh, Rashad, Rashad Gary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's like a big, he's, nice too. he's, he's, he's like a big, big bigger defensive end. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like, let's just say like you know the Cardinals do get Bosa, right? Are you more inclined to trade down, or do you, do you get Josh Allen, or do you get, get one of them at the number two pick, you know? Do you get Metcalf, actually? You know, that would be kind of, kind of dope. <laughs> you got to throw that <laughs> Yeah. With that 4 3 one, 40? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, in my opinion, I think the top three is going to stay solid. I think the teams are going to stay there. But the Jets, they were pretty open saying that they're, they're open to trading down. I mean, the good thing with the Niners and the Jets – is they, they technically have their answer quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So you need more assets, and you can certainly use the draft picks. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I, as much as I'd like to have the number two pick and all that, and, you know, Josh Allen is a, is a great prospect from, from Kentucky, pure edge guy. I don't know, man. Like, if I were to get a really good offer, and I know that the front seven draft class this year is pretty strong, you know, I'd be, I'd be open ears, let's just say that, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Let's transition to that. So Cardinals number one, Niners number two, with Jets number three, right? And then it's the Raiders at number four. So Rory Boy actually He's a Raiders you're you're a Raiders fan, so right? So this yep, mock yep, has yeah, yeah. the Raiders drafting Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle from from Bama. He's a beast, though, man. I'll be I'll be happy with that draft. Pick, yeah, actually. That's a good I think one. Mel Kuyper put him as like the number one overall prospect, just in terms of like a talent perspective, you know. Yep. So, uh, hey, Rory Boy. We don't have a defensive tackle right now. Who you guys have three first-round picks. So, I mean, like, ideally, you know, if you're in that position, like. We definitely if you're Yeah, if you're a Mayock, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking right now? What, what, are your, what is your, your MO? Well, if Colin Murray's there, I would take Colin Murray for sure. Really? First, I want really? First, first pick? First pick. Number four. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, okay, Derek Carr, I think he's declining. Uh, we need a mobile quarterback. We don't have protection. So we need some spark. That, uh, you know, the team needs some spark, and I think he can give us that spark. Yeah. Does, does Gruden does he need a mobile quarterback though? Is that is that his type of offense? Um, yeah, you tell me. I don't really. Care. Well, yeah. Gruden's kind of conventional. You know, fullback, right, running yeah, halfback. Yeah, yeah. But you know, with the protection, he can you know create time. He can give uh, extend the play and give us you know more of a chance to get downfield. So that's I think what's what we need. Hmm. By theory, if that were to happen, that would be the biggest fuck you to Oakland, by the way. Because not only did yes. the Oakland A's lose on him, <laughs> the Oakland Raiders, by theory, will be the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they 
Well, take, take his ass and take him to Vegas. Well, play I'm one more year in yeah. Oakland, so maybe he can, you know, yeah. dual play for one year. I mean, it's, it's just ironic as fuck, though. Let's just say that, you know? But at, at the end of the day, defense is probably what we need. But I, what would I want, you know, is, you know, Kinda. I want a spark. I just want, you know, like a splash pick just, you know, to revive the fan base because last year was, it was hard to watch. I mean, we thought we had a quarterback, and he didn't show up for the whole year and the year before that. So I think we could. I'm ready to move on. Is Raider Nation ready to move on from Derek Carr? No. No. It's like no, it's kind of split, not, though. I, I, I it's not, not, it really is kind of split right now. It's not. I think we it's need not. a formal introduction. It's, it's oh, hey. Uh, we, got, we got another guest Listeners. in the mix. Introduce yourself. Even um, on this is uh, Hitch and Go from <laughs> Hitch and Go <laughs> here in California. <laughs> I don't think it's time to move on from Derek Carr. I think last year was kind of a fluke year. Uh, no talent on the roster. Kind of gave everyone away. And uh, no receiving core. Uh, two rookie o- offensive tackles. You know, so I think next year you give him another go. It's a prove-it year. You know, we got a lot of cap space to sign a player. Also got is a lot he still on the, on the rookie contract? No. He's no. Not he got, he got the, I think it's oh, like about 125 million. Yeah. Like the top Somewhere around three there. Paid quarterback. Ooh, okay. So I think this is the, the prover year. You bring in some receivers. I heard the Raiders are still interested in Antonio Brown. I yes. Think him yeah, and, I heard that yes. too. Him okay. and uh, uh, Jay Gruden. Right. So they're both, they're like the top contenders. Uh-huh. And I heard they want to bring in another receiver, uh, Terrell Williams. The I wouldn't big, mind big body yeah. receiver. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. like six, I think he's like six six, runs like a four five. He's like six six. Something like that. He made the plays <laughs> like like play last year. I mean so, yeah, he's a big receiver, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh red zone target. We need an extra receiver. So if you could bring in a big target like that and the, not Antonio Brown, but you know, somebody of his caliber, like a number one receiver. We still got Jared Cook at tight end, so that's true too. He's the, he makes plays. So it, if we bring those guys in and Derek Carr doesn't produce, then he's done. I mean, no pressure for the Raiders, but this is arguably, like, their biggest draft in, like, the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, three first-rounders. Y'all are moving to yeah, Vegas. Sure. You have a new general manager. New stadium. Year two of the John Gruden era. You traded Khalil Mack. You traded Amari Cooper. So you have these extra first-round picks. you got to make it happen. Uh, what's, the, what's the word on uh, Marshawn? Is he, is he staying? I think he's coming back. He's, he's coming back? Come back? Yeah. One more year. I'm not happy with that, but he needs to stay healthy. He's been he's been hurt all year. Yeah, he every was year. Last he's year. Been hurt. Who's so, a, who's a, uh, Doug Martin, right? Doug Martin's a backup. He play, he played well, but he doesn't pass catch very well at uh, the backfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just a one cut and go guy. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna implement uh, like a spread offense with Kyler Murray, like you have to like tailor the you offense. Need a scat back. Yeah, yeah. You need some player like you need that speed in the backfield. Interesting. So, that's good. Yeah, that's good insight. Yeah, things to consider. Huh. Well, having said that, let's, let's kind of switch back to the NFC West as much as I <laughs> like the Raiders, per se. Um, later in the first round, like later, later in, in the first round, you have like the Seahawks and you have the Rams because obviously they made the playoffs. The Niners and Cardinals did not. Um, so tee up. It, it was kind of weird, though. Like they played the Cowboys, right? And they... Um, they just kept on running the ball. Like you have Russell Wilson, yeah, first down, second down, yeah. run the ball, one yard gain. Russell Wilson gain. did his thing with like Charlie Lillikett off a of play action, and it's just weird because you're paying him like twenty million dollars, but yeah, you're just running the ball. Why not want a bootleg? You know, go, he always goes deep, and they, he has a nice ball when he throws it deep. He throws a tire lock. Tire lock and makes plays, and they didn't give him the ball. That, I think that's why they lost that game. It was just a sour taste because like for them to like they started the first half super shitty, 
made a really good second half run to make the playoffs, get the wild card. And they were like, supposedly they were supposed to be a very tough out in the wild card, you know. But yeah, their play calling was kind of weird, very conservative. I mean, I know he loves to run the football, but it just felt like, it just felt kind of weird. Let's just say that. Um, but this year they were one of the best rushing teams in the league. Yeah, but surprisingly, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I understand why they ran the ball, but I don't understand why they ran it first down and second down every single, you know, start. Yeah, drive. I don't know. It was very, the, uh, very vanilla play calling. Their offensive coordinator didn't he get a uh, coaching job somewhere else? No, he's still there. Uh, it's Schneider or whatever. Uh, no, not, not Schneider. It's um, what's his face? Um, no, I'm it, pretty sure. Hold up. John Heimer, he, he was the offensive coordinator. And actually, like, I wasn't a big fan when he got hired. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he surprised me this season. It's just that the the playoffs, not so much. So I Googled uh, Seahawks offensive coordinator. Yeah. And we, the first article that comes up is the Seahawks' new offensive coordinator is saying all the wrong things. <laughs> Brian, Sean Heimer. I mean, Bevel didn't do that great of a job. Yeah, no, he didn't. So, I don't know. Just things to consider. So, like, the Seahawks, they have a late first-round pick. I mean, they were in the playoffs. I mean, uh, Seahawks, their offense is still pretty solid. That's, I think it's all Russell Wilson making plays. Yeah. I mean, but they had a good rushing game. But that's the weird thing, though. Like, you know, Russell Wilson is their go-to guy, but they didn't really use him in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So, all right, let's just say this. I mean, if, if you're the Seahawks GM, if you're John Schneider, I mean, uh, what are you looking at right now to, to address? I Frank Clark, he, he's a, he's going to be a free agent. He's likely going to get tagged. Um I don't know. I mean, what do you do? I, I mean, uh, they're about to lose Earl Thomas, so I would say free safety. That's something they need to they need to address. I think something on the defense. Right now, they have Tedrick Thompson as the free safety. I mean, he did okay. I think mm-hmm. they need O line help. I mean, they have Russell Wilson scrambling never for his life. They need to protect them. Their O line was better this year, actually, statistically speaking. Better because they ran the ball all the time. Statistically speaking. Than uh, the year previous? Yeah, I mean, Mike Solari was their offensive line coach. They changed their, their scheme. They went from zone to, like, a more uh, a more physical approach to running the football. So that certainly helped. Um, but they definitely, yeah, I agree. I agree with Tom with the secondary help. I mean, they can go either I mean, they go either way because they have a lot of holes in that, in that roster. Sure. Okay. Uh, I can see him going Alabama safety. Uh, he's got oh, yeah, player. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They can have him take over for Earl Thomas. But uh, other than that, um, I would still go O-line, though, just because okay. they need protection. But the O-line uh, class this year is not very strong. I feel that way, too. I, I'd say I kind of agree with you on that sentiment for the secondary. It wouldn't surprise me if they took a cornerback or a safety, since they're going to be later in the first round anyways. I think they could find some value, you know what I'm saying? So uh, Earl Thomas, is he on his contract year? He's a free agent right now. Okay. And so that's why you're hearing all these rumors, especially with the relationship, how it ended with him in Seattle. Like, Are the Niners looking at Earl Thomas? They haven't said it. All right. So right now, I think March 13th is the date for free agency. Okay. So we haven't heard anything right now. But the interesting part about this is just like the combine, people talk, and, you know, um, there are a lot of conversations that go unsaid, not on the record, you know. So I'm sure... I'm sure some shit's going down right now. Whether Earl Thomas, whether he goes to the Cowboys, the Niners, but I think he's going to get picked up by some team. Well, the Cowboys sure. is where he wants to go. It doesn't mean that's where he's going to go. But is there a need for a free safety for the Niners? Yeah, man, there is. Like whether it's been Jimmy Ward or Jaquiski Tarts, like Adrian Colbert, like they've had a 
ton of injuries. That'll be fun to see them reunite with Richard Sherman. Yeah, I mean, they're a green secondary too. Richard Sherman is the grizzled veteran. It would be nice to have another veteran back there. It's compadre in Earl Thomas. That would be that would be a nice fuck you to the Seahawks as well. To not only lose Sherman, but to lose Earl Thomas and to play them not once but twice in the season, you know? That'll be fun to see. Yeah. So, I mean, tee up. What's it to you? Earl Thomas on the Niners? I think uh, I read somewhere that uh, Richard Sherman yeah. was talking to him. That would be nice. That would be interesting, right? I, mean, I would like that. Sure, why not? If the numbers are right. Okay. If the numbers are right. But so I also, can, like... Will you give him, like, a two-year deal? Yeah, give him, like, two, two three, deal. Like, a three-year deal with, like, the third year being, like, a option, you know, like out. option out. And then the Seahawks would supposedly draft safety and move forward. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I could see that happening. That's the right move, I believe. Yeah. Dallas has a big interest in Earl Thomas, right? Of course. Right? I mean, he went to the yeah. University of he Texas. Wants mm-hmm. He wants Yeah, he wants to go there. He, yeah. said, he said it publicly, and he, he had that, you know, clip of him high-fiving. Earl Thomas, if you're listening to this, <laughs> the 49ers, that's the one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move onwards to the last NFC West team, which is the last but the best team in the NFC West. Which is the Rams, right? Indeed. So the Rams, I mean, they, I mean, they've been trading a lot of their picks in, in recent years. Whether it's been Brandon Cooks, whether it's been uh, Sebby Watkins, but they do have a first round pick this year. It's a late first round pick, obviously, because yeah. they were in the Super Bowl. They got the thirtieth pick. They have the thirtieth pick, and so if you're the Rams and you just lost in the Super Bowl, and then yeah, a lot of people need to get paid, uh, but at the same time, like. As long as Goff doesn't have to get paid, they're fine. They can keep him on the rookie contract yeah. and cash out everywhere else. Because quarterback is probably the limiting factor, right? Yeah. Quarterbacks get paid. So what is he now on his third year, fourth year? He's on his. I think this is the last. His last, last year? year. I think yeah, he's got. So I think I feel like he's got another year. We're gonna have to check later yeah, on. We're gonna. They have to spend this year. I think this will go into his fourth year. Of yes, the five year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes, yes. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I feel like right now. I feel like that's right. Okay. So having said that, they still have Jerry Goff on a cheap rookie deal, per se. So, I mean, yeah, they have a first-round pick. I mean, if you're if you're the Rams and you just lost in the Super Bowl, I mean, what, what do you do? Is it cornerback? Is it linebacker? I know they're weak over there, but would you want to invest a first-round pick in that? Um, I, don't, I mean, offensive line, I know that, like, um, no, they had one of the top, you know, the top rated. But they're getting lines. kind of long in the tooth, though. And Roger Saffold, he's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Kind of aging, too. So I think the Andrew, story- Andrew Whitworth, he left tackle. He's going to play another season, but he's like, what, like 36 years old, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, to kind of. I think it's something that uh, we haven't talked about much is the whole Todd Gurley thing that's going on right now. Ooh. Yeah. Like people been real quiet. Why didn't he get actually. the ball? Yeah, why didn't he get the ball? He was more injured than what they were publicizing. He didn't get the ball the whole playoffs. All three yeah. games. He mm-hmm. Maybe got under fifteen touches, I would say. There was that uh CJ Anderson was on um uh some podcast and he was saying that Todd Gurley was more hurt than what the Rams were saying during that whole playoffs. But that's how they, you gotta, they were talking about. That's it. how you got to play it, though, right? Kind of yeah, like, of like, like that, that LeBron thing, you know, Kinda after he sh- lost to the Warriors and he showed let's, his let's hand. Let's throw a cast on, yeah. Yeah. But not like that. I think I, I don't know if that was. I mean, it was part of the problem for the Rams, but I. Yeah, they haven't talked about it much. No, they yeah, haven't. Like the details are starting to trickle out, but it's. 
I, I wouldn't say that running back is something they need to address because I think no, their backfield not. is there's is good. They right just now. paid him hell of money by yeah, the way this offseason for this season. Yeah, but I think they need to learn how to limit his touches throughout the. I mean, they're, they're going to win their games, but they need to limit his touches so he doesn't get beat up throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they need a second back that can take a beating, as well as you know, produce. So as. They just need to get another back, but not in, not in, not early in the draft. It'll have to be a late pick. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it, Sean McVay, head coach slash offensive coordinator slash offensive guru, whether it's Gurley or C.J. Anderson, like I think they have a really good system, regardless who's going to be like under center as a running back. I'm actually more concerned about. So here, here's the thing: they they took out the run game early. The Patriots. They took out the run game. They forced obvious third and long, obvious yeah. passing situations. Seems like they doubled Cooks a lot as well. Yeah, and so, so that that was their game plan. Like, hey, like let's just. No. They cooks. did a great job defending the run. A lot of third and long situations where it's an obvious third and long passing situation where you're not going to get play action, right? Mm-hmm. Play action is Jared Goff's bread and butter. He kills on play action, right? And so yeah. it makes you wonder. I mean. Yeah, for, for obvious run. passing that downs, like it. that totally killed the offense. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I'm a little bit worrisome going into the season because all the other opposing teams have seen the film. This is the formula to beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. So if you get them on third and long, like you think the Rams are the favorite again in the NFC? NFC as a whole. In the NFC as a whole. Uh, lot, uh, I, lot of moving pieces, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's too early to say right now. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna do the judgment today. I would probably say yes because there hasn't been any movement on that team yet. Yeah. Um, but I feel there's, you know, once the offseason begins, the draft happens, once the pieces start falling into place, then, yeah, we'll, I, I think that we'll, we'll start to see a little division in the, in the NFC. I'll say by default they, they I should think they be. Are the early favorites. Yeah. I mean, they, have, they still have the yeah, coach, yeah, yeah. coach swag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have the offense, you know. I think the they, bigger question, though, is, like, for McVay and Goff, like, you know, obviously they were shut down. They had no touchdowns in the Super Bowl, right? Something went awry. So everyone's looking at the film, and everyone knows that. So from an X's and O's perspective, what are they going to do to change coming into this year, into 2019? Because they, like, can't run, they can't just base it off play action. They need him to stand in the pocket and learn how to throw from that position. Right. So three to three, three, three step drops to get rid of the ball because he was holding the ball for a long time and he was getting sacked and that was that's what killed him in the game. And here's the thing: like their offensive line was like the top rated offensive line per Pro Football Focus, but a lot of it was their run game and their play action, which made them look really good. But in obvious passing downs, you saw like their O line was not the same. Yeah. Right. Which makes me believe that, yeah, I, I think they would take a tackle or a guard in the first round, late first round. It wouldn't surprise me if that were the case. If not that, cornerback, because I don't know if they're going to keep... Tlaib. Tlaib. Tlaib's old. Marcus Peters is going to get paid. I don't know if, if he's going to get paid with the Rams, but you know, you know what I'm saying. There's a lot of wiggle on the secondary. Joiner too, isn't he a free agent? Yeah, they gave him the tag last year, so he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So, like, so yeah, this is getting kind of... corners are ready to leave. Kind of getting That's bare in the cupboard, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're the general manager, what's uh, what's top what's of mind for you? The receiver that got hurt again for the Rams. Oh, uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Yeah. yeah, that's that's who. Um, Goff like, missed. I feel like Reynolds still stepped in pretty nicely and performed. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a big receiver. He's like six three. A different receiver than, than than Cup, obviously. But you know, Goff loves Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, what pick did they have again? Thirty um, fifth. Thirtieth pick. Thirtieth pick. Yeah. I was looking at the mock, and they have him drafting a an edge rusher because supposedly Dante Fowler is gonna sign elsewhere. Like, was he on a contract year? Yeah, yeah contract year. Yeah, yeah, they traded him on basically bare bones, just to write out the last part of the contract. Two. And he was whatever too, to be honest. I mean, he has the pieces around him to excel. He had his moments, though. I mean, he made a play with the Cowboys and, you know, in the playoffs and all that. Yeah. But, you know, but it's kind of like yeah. you have to make a play. You have Aaron Donald there taking up doubles. Yeah. And Sue. I mean, you have one-on-ones. You have to make a play. Right. And, and Donald was still making plays in the, in the double teams. And he was looking nice in the Super Bowl as well. So all right, fellas. Well, hey, I appreciate your time. Anything else top of mind about, I don't know, NFC West, Raiders, Rory Boy, uh, draft, anything else you want to bring to the table? Um... Defense, defensive ends are tomorrow. I'm excited to see that. Okay. Yeah, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah, Kentucky. Bosa, Gary. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I look forward to the corners. Uh, that's my favorite position, so I'll be watching that. Nice. Like, DBs. I think like they're the on cone, Like the cone drills and shit? Yeah, I like the cone drills. I like, the, of course, the 40 times, so that's always fun to watch. For sure. We'll see what happens. The interesting part about the, the combine is, like, there's a lot of conversations that go... Off record, like you know, GMC each other, you know, they're, they're all there in the mix. That's usually when trade talks at least they start to happen. You know, it's a little bit, it sets a precedent before the actual NFL draft and be like, hey, like, how do you feel about your position and all that? Um, so we'll see what happens. But guys, I appreciate your time. To my listeners, appreciate you checking out the podcast. Once again, the podcast is on iTunes and now it's on Spotify, which is super hey. awesome. I'm gonna follow that right now. We out here. Also, twi- what? Go ahead. Make sure you follow him on Spotify. Search Just the West and NMC Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Hit the follow button. Let's do it. Twitter at Just the West, IG at Just the West, and of course, my blog, www.justthewest.com. Until next time, we out here. We out. Peace out, y'all. Peace.